0: We're unabashedly obsessed. We've got to get it off our chest. Please sit there and be quiet. Hey everyone. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James. I'm Aaron. On our show, we like to talk about things related to pop culture.
1: And not-so-pop culture.
0: This month, we've decided, in honor of the god Janus, uh, who is a two-faced god that faces both towards the past and the future, uh, we're going to do uh, time travel month. And I just made... I didn't make that up about Janus, but I did make that up as the reason for us doing time travel month. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Lest
0: you think that we are... Considering which great gods to honor in terms of what our theme for our podcast is. You know, the Greek god Tom Hanks.
1: Greek god Stephen King.
0: Right. Um, Right. But, uh, no, so we are going to try and do uh, time travel uh, themes this month. Um, Except for... um, So...
1: (laughs) You know what would be great? What? If we had a time machine. Yes. And could go back and redo basically any portion of the the lead-up to recording this episode.
0: I agree. Um, Yeah, so we were going to do a movie that we're still going to do next week. Yes. No, no. first we were going to do a movie that is no longer available to watch for free on Amazon Prime, so we decided to scratch that. Correct. Then we decided to do a movie, but we were unclear on if we were watching it Together or separately, i.e., I watched it and Aaron didn't. Right. <laughs> so we got together yesterday and tried to pick a new movie. Oh, and, and we boy, well, well,
1: we succeeded in picking a new movie.
0: We we definitely picked a movie,
1: and we even watched it, and we yeah. even
0: recorded an episode about it. We sure did, and you're not going to hear that episode because the movie was not good and it wasn't even so bad it's good.
1: So Amazon Prime has an, like you can type into the Amazon video just time travel movies and it gave us a whole list of time travel movies and so we picked one that sounded like it was going to be just bad enough but also good enough and weird enough to be our speed.
0: It had, I'm frustrated because it was almost it had all the elements leading up to an excellent uh final act of a movie and then just they did they didn't do that
1: yeah it's called it was... chronological order yeah don't watch it
0: yeah i think the thing that makes me most mad is that they didn't like they didn't clearly establish their rules of time travel or 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 they decided to just chuck time travel rules into the fire i guess kind of
1: yeah they made out they like they made a bunch of choices that didn't make sense from a time travel perspective as well as from a storytelling perspective. Yeah. There was this whole thing where he kept like catching glimpses of this blonde woman and was like trying to find out who she was. And that's it. Because yeah. he never found out who she was. Yeah. And, and like it's it's like he forgot to continue trying to find out who she was. Like they just abandoned that side plot completely. I feel like
0: I feel like maybe she disappeared through his actions. Because, like, remember when but there they was should that. Should have sw-
1: explained that.
0: They, no, absolutely. And we're making it. I think we're going to have some listeners be like, "Well, now I need to watch this movie." No, and, you, know,
1: you. You really don't.
0: You can, but turn it off if you find any any sort of like resistance in your mind while you're watching it. Turn it off. Yeah, you're, you're correct.
1: So here's the thing: the lead actor is not good. Right. There were a lot of moments. That had a lot of potential to be either really good or really funny or really something. Yeah. And 98% of the time, they just didn't do the thing that would have made that moment good or funny or whatever.
0: You know how we were saying it was like uh, like all the actors, except for the lead guy, looked like um, Cinemax... Well, I, I said they looked like Cinemax, softcore porn yes. leads. This felt like a Cinemax softcore porn with none of the softcore porn and just the stupid plot.
1: Yeah. And the bad (laughs) acting.
0: Yeah. The acting was awful. The sets were cheap. Like there was a, there were some funny parts to it, but like there was no reason for watching it, which would have been the nudity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We thought that this was going to be like, we knew going into this, that it would be an indie film. Yeah. And we were hoping that it would be along the lines of, like, safety not guaranteed, where we Mm -hmm. were pleasantly surprised by how good it actually was when it had a lot of potential to be really bad. Yes. And instead, we were unpleasantly surprised by how bad it was when it had a lot of potential to be pretty decent.
0: Right. Think of this as the darker timeline of uh, safety not guaranteed.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyways,
0: so... We're not gonna. We're not gonna publish that episode. This is all we're gonna ever speak about. Chronological order, starting now. Yes. So, Aaron, uh, you had wanted to talk about a couple of things before we we segue into this outtakes episode.
1: Yeah. So, I have become unabashedly obsessed with this very dumb game on my phone. It is called High School Story, and in it, you build a high school. And you populate it with tropish characters. And you can you go on quests to do things like build a homecoming float. And uh-huh. you can send these characters on dates and have them sure. get into relationships and break up and get into relationships with other people. So far I haven't had anybody get together and break up and then get together with someone else. So I don't okay. know what happens there.
0: All right. I need Is to it explore like a- that. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure sort of situation, or like... No, it's more uh, like Sims. Okay.
1: It's like a really dumbed-down version of Sims. You don't, like, build the building. You just, like, buy the building and decide where on your property to put it. Uh Uh-huh. And you don't ever get to go inside the buildings. They just kind (laughs) of exist to... Okay. Like, each character is stationed in, like, a hangout. They're, like, assigned... A building to hang out in, and then the and so you you have like the nerd hangout that can only hold two nerds at a time. So if you want more <laughs> nerds, you have to buy a, You have to build another nerd hangout, Ugh. and the nerds get
0: in this coins. economy.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the The one thing I do really like about this game, as opposed to some other ones that I've played, is that it's really easy to earn in-game currency. Okay, that is like, really important. Just yeah. existing in the game. You earn in-game currency.
0: Uh, this might
1: actually be not dissimilar to that Disney game that your wife and son play.
0: Yeah. It, 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 when you were saying it's like The Sims except for you just buy the thing and put it somewhere, I was like, oh, that's like that Disney game. Disney, yeah. I want to say it's called Magic Kingdoms.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, so this is like instead of Disney characters, it's high school caricatures.
0: Right, gotcha but, So
1: what I've done is I have decided to make all of the characters Characters from Zombies Run Okay So my my player avatar is named Five Of course I have a nerd boy named Sam Aww. Who is surprisingly like Sam in Zombies <laughs> Run Like there's this whole scene where or there's a whole thing where he's putting on a, basically a Firefly convention It's called Lightning Bug instead of Firefly and they're green coats instead of brown coats Sure but it's Firefly and he gets really upset when the show gets canceled. Right. And he recently has started punning, which is a thing that Sam does a lot <laughs> in in Zombie's Run. He ends up playing Switzerland in a Model UN. Uh-huh. And somebody asks him a question, he goes, "Well, allow me to be Frank." And then and then he says, "You know, cuz that's the currency in Switzerland."
0: He sounds very familiar. Uh Uh-huh. To to my mind.
1: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. It's just, it's a dumb game. Awesome. I'm really obsessed with it. Like, I keep checking in, and I'm like, ooh, are these characters done with their date yet? Can I level them up yet?
0: Yeah, that sounds remarkably like, I wonder if they're made by the same company.
1: Pixelberry?
0: I I wouldn't. Probably not. The Disney
1: one is probably made by Disney.
0: Yeah, but, like, I wonder if it's, yeah, you're right. I mean, you're right, but, like, I wonder if there's yeah. some sort of crossover in terms of...
1: It's possible.
0: Something... But, yeah, if yeah. if
1: anybody wants a new dumb phone game to get obsessed with, I recommend High School Story. I see. You can link it through either your Facebook or your Game Center. I have yeah. mine linked through Game Center because Game Center is nothing. Right. And... As of right now, I don't know anybody who plays this stupid game who's on Facebook, Right. so it doesn't do me any good to put a, to link it to my Facebook account. Right. However, if any listeners start playing, let me know, and if we link them to our Facebook accounts, we can start getting bonuses for hanging out at each other's schools. Oh,
0: man. And that is the, the ultimate dream.
1: The ultimate dream. <laughs> yeah.
0: To, to hang out at someone's school via Facebook.
1: So at someone's virtual high school.
0: It's Just like Zuckerberg drew it up.
1: Yep. <laughs> but on a slightly more intellectual note, uh huh. I also have a TV show okay. that I watched recently. So the History Channel, see? Intellectual. Yeah. The History Channel has this show on right now called The Hunt for the Zodiac Killer. Okay. They've done five episodes, and I mean, it's exactly what it sounds right. like. Right, right. Um... But it's real good. It's a little less documentary. It's a little more produced than I would have expected. Okay. Like a little more reality show type produced in terms of the, like, it's not like they have people, they don't have, like, experts sitting in front of, like, a green-screened bookcase.
0: Right. They have people, Talking
1: about the Zodiac Killer. They actually go and interview the people, so you'll see them in, like, real settings. And there's a lot of, like... Cell phone speak like speakerphone conversations right, in cars, right. that kind of thing. Yeah. So it has a little more of like a reality show vibe, or like
0: like I, I've seen some clips of the show Catfish.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot like yeah. Yeah. Catfish is a pretty good show too.
0: I I, I, I I've I'm intrigued by the show. I want to see the movie. Uh.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen the movie. I've seen like one episode of the show. Yeah, but it was it was entertaining. Yeah, I I was intrigued. Yeah. But yeah, so this hunt for the Zodiac Killer—they're hour-long shows. I watched them all in one day.
0: And it, and are they ongoing? Like, is it is it a continuing series or are they done?
1: No, they're not done. I'm assuming it will be one season. Okay. I could be wrong though. It could be that they
0: are on until uncovering... they
1: catch him. Yeah. I I mean I don't know. And I didn't. I went into this not really knowing anything about the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. I had very limited knowledge, but Chad's wife. Yes. Hi, Chad. Uh, hi, hi Chad. Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Chad's wife, Kristen, was telling me that she had watched it and was like, she just binged the whole thing too. Right. And so I was like, well, you know, I'm, I've got nothing else to do this weekend, so I sat around and watched it, and yeah, it was. I was very
0: pleasantly surprised. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. A couple things. So
1: I recommend that if anybody and that's needs a new show.
0: That's on uh, the History Channel. And uh, on their app, you said.
1: I I think it probably is on the app. We don't have cable anymore, yeah. So I was watching it on Sling TV. Okay. But I'm sure that you can get it on the History Channel app if you have a cable login or can borrow one from somebody. Right.
0: Yeah. Cool. Um, a couple things occur to me. Um, I never noticed that the History Channel's uh, initials are THC. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, all their shows should should air at at
1: at 4:20. At 4:20, and you should be high while you watch them.
0: And from what I've heard does doesn't Alien Encounters isn't that on the History Channel?
1: I have no idea.
0: Um there's a do you know the meme of the guy that's like it's aliens and he's like I'm not going to explain the meme to you, but I'll show it to you one time. Okay. Um I think that's on the History Channel and uh that seems like a show that should definitely air at 4:20. Um,
1: (laughs) probably, yeah.
0: Um, let's see. I think that something else occurred to me. Oh, um, I was gonna say we, we cut cable this week too. Um, and so, uh, we're sort of, we went through our DVR and like all the scheduled shows that we have and everything. We sort of tracked them down on the internet and stuff. So like, are they on Hulu or are they on Netflix or whatever? Um, so if you have a favorite show that you watch on like a streaming platform mm-hmm. uh let me know because um yeah i'm I'm sure that at some point it will catch up on stuff and and want to be watching uh everything that is that is good to watch we have the Han- the handmaid's tale is on is near the top of our list for things on hulu oh yeah yeah as well as other things that we're going to talk about this month But uh, yeah, so if you have any suggestions about something that I've never mentioned as watching on Netflix or Amazon or Hulu, definitely let me know.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I've got a whole post it stuck on my desk of things that I want to watch and catch up on.
0: Yeah, definitely. Shall we cut to some outtakes? Sure. Okay. Um, Here are some outtakes. (laughs) Are we recording?
1: We are recording. We're not
0: going to do a "Hey, everyone!" because we're going to do a "Hey, everyone!" for intro. Yeah. Oh, we, we, do we need, do th- we yeah, need we to do, do an
1: intro and an outro right. for the outtakes episode. So let's do that now. Okay.
0: Hey, everyone. Hello. Welcome to a very special outtakes episode of unabashedly obsessed. I'm James.
1: I'm Aaron.
0: And this is uh, a very special outtakes episode
1: <laughs> of unabashedly obsessed. I'm James. I'm Aaron. Welcome. <laughs> I feel like I'm caught in some kind of a weird time travel loop. Ooh. I'm groundhogs daying this past thirty seconds.
0: <laughs> I was thinking about making my recs for February be all the same title but different things. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Become a five dollar Patreon donor and you can find out if he does it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I don't even know if I will. Yeah. It's like a, a gift from the future. What are outtakes that were never taken out of anything? Bonus? It's just content? bonus
1: content. Yeah.
0: So be content with the bonus content.
1: That'll be at the end, I think. Okay, cool. I think I'll probably stick it at the end because the rest of the episode is already edited.
0: And that way, you have to listen all the way through. Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Good. Skip ahead, but don't skip ahead. Don't skip ahead. There's good stuff in here. Yeah.
0: Plus, we tell you where the treasure's hidden. In Uh one of them. Mm hmm. Have fun figuring out which one it is.
1: Yeah. Enjoy. Ding.
0: So hold on, I have a sneeze. So for people who
1: Wow. I learned today Yeah that if you are about to sneeze and you put your finger on like the little indentation right under the middle part of your nose and you push it makes the sneeze go away.
0: Did you learn that on sawbones?
1: No. Do they talk about that on sawbones? Yeah. Oh no, I had a massage today and the guy told me.
0: It's it's the same thing like when you do when you put like your your finger under your nose like this, uh-huh. you're touching that nerve. Oh. A lot of people, I think a lot of people think that they're like blocking their nostrils from the sneeze coming That's out. That's what I thought. Yeah, but I think you're actually just touching that nerve. Oh. But if the sneeze is already coming, it's too late.
1: Oh, like okay. You, you, you have, have to like feel it, like, feel it coming but yeah. have it not actually have made it into your nose. Exactly. He also told me that if right after you sneeze, you say the word whiskey, uh-huh. it makes the sneeze feel awesome. And if you say the word brandy, it makes it feel not good. Burr. I have not tested this yet cuz I keep forgetting until the moment has passed.
0: So there must be something in the w and bruh sounds. Yeah. So hey, that was a good that's outtake.
1: A, that's a fun little uh experiment for the folks at home to try.
0: You know, um on TV shows when they have when they uh, when you're watching the outtakes and uh-huh. like an actors like, "Oh, that goes on the outtake reel." Yeah. I'm like, "That's awesome that they and now it is cuz I'm watching on the outtake reel." Yeah. That was a great outtake.
1: That was a great outtake that I might leave in the show. Oh. No. No, I'll take it out. Okay. Now you have
0: to. What? Oh. But yeah, right in movie. I had a dream
1: the other night that my next door neighbor was married to Daniel Craig and he was a hitman uh-huh. who had a uh, had a hit out on me. Oh, nice. Um, And so he kept trying to, we were like in an apartment complex and he kept trying to kill me. Yeah. And she was like, honey, what are you doing? Aaron's our friend. No,
0: all right. No, no. Stop me if I'm wrong, but doesn't that sound like a great movie?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my other, there was another neighbor from like around the corner who just like she and her dog were just there. Yeah. I don't know why because I guess because it was a dream. But Like I can't remember the last time I thought about Daniel Craig. Why Daniel Craig of all people showed up in my dream as yeah. the one who wanted to kill me. Right. Is beyond me.
0: Um, I had a dream that I only remembered a snippet of and it was something that I, I don't even remember what it was. But it, I told Kristen, I was like, we we were doing or or interacting with the item that was in my dream. I was like. Oh whoa! I had a dream that this item—I don't remember specifically what it was—but like wasn't real or was illegal or like I was like it was an item-specific segment of a dream. Weird. Yeah. Okay,
1: Chad's waveform. Why is? Chad has the
0: stupidest waveform. Thinks his waveform is so cool. Comes to school in sunglasses and is like, "Hey, I don't have to learn math." God, stupid waveform. There's James whistling. Mm-hmm. There's Chad beatboxing.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't have anything. <laughs> why? Why a was your trombone underwater? Oh, I have no idea. I don't have anything interesting. Spit valve. <laughs> Spit valve. <bell. clears throat> <laughs> oh, Sorry about that. This is all going <laughs> in the outtakes episode. Are you recording right now? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Speaking of Ben Folds, I've been listening to a lot of Dave Matthews lately. Really? Yeah. What have you been listening to? Um, all of them. Okay. Like the four that were out like when we were in college. And in... so, okay. um, Crash, Under the Table and Dreaming, Before These Crowded Streets, and Everyday.
0: So- the drummer for Dave Matthews Band chews gum at a different pace than he is playing the drums. Okay. Is and it weird? is it That's is hard. To well, do. It, it'd be like if I was like counting. Like one, two, three, while you're doing something else at a different beat with your other hand. It's and he's a great is drummer. Is
1: that what playing drums is? No,
0: you no, you you. It's doing the thing steadily and on on time. Right, while well, your other
1: hand is like doing this with the snare drum. No, and but your all of, doing this all thing, of that is in it's time. All of doing different stuff. The fact,
0: right, but it's all doing different stuff in the same time. The fact like that like he's this. doing it means uh-huh. that he's so natural at knowing how the beat is yeah. that he doesn't have to focus on it. Yeah. and he's, that's. You're, dad, you're doing all things with all your hands and your feet and stuff, but mm-hmm. you're all doing it at the same beat or beats that work on it. He's mm-hmm. chewing gum like, chew, chew, chew.
1: Who chews gum like that?
0: Carter <laughs> yeah. Beaufort. I'm really worried I'm mixing up the violinist and, and the drummer. It's I okay. Know.
1: Somebody will correct us. That's what our segment, no context corrections, is for. Oh, we're
0: gonna have to do a Dave Matthews no context correction. Actually, songs, singles from from every day have been coming up on the on the Pop Rocks XM. Oh gym. yeah. Um, and they're bringing, they're really bringing me back to like fresh fall freshman year. Yeah. In kind of a nice way. Yeah. Kind of in a way that the album didn't when I listened to it, and I was like, ugh, I don't like this. It's sort of I find that the songs that I'm like, ugh, I don't like this, bring me back much better than songs that, where I listen to them all the time. Before These Crowded Streets is a great album.
1: That's the only one I have that's not just a burned copy. Yeah, that one I found in the house that we rented for the beach one year. Huh? Like,
0: it's. I haunted. it was. I think, no, Dave I, no, I think
1: I think it was like the I think it was the summer after my freshman year. So it was the summer I met Brandon. Uh
0: huh.
1: Somebody had left it there. Nice. And it was like in like the nightstand drawer or something and I found it and I was like, well, I'm taking this now.
0: The Gideons ran out of yeah. Bibles and started leaving Before These Crowded Streets" uh-huh. CDs.
1: And I was like, hey, I'm digging this and then Brandon burned me copies of all the others. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So the first three tracks are like Dave Matthews Spain, and the rest is like the Bible. Right. Mm-hmm. We got you hooked. Right. Don't drink the water but do listen to the scripture.
1: Ah. Is Don't Drink the Water It's not Before These Crowded Streets? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It was, the,
0: it was the first single from Before These crowded Streets. Oh. Before These Crowded Streets. Not the mumbled garbage is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, wait. So hold on. Uh, in the first scene where Georgie is talking to, um, to Pennywise, oh, oh, he says, um, "I'm Pennywise, Georgie, Georgie Pennywise, Pennywise, Georgie." Well, now we we aren't strangers anymore, which is oh. just what Forrest Gump says when he gets on the bus and meets the meets the bus driver. Oh. What if the alien just came down and just watched Forrest Gump and that's his like that's, knowledge of the world? That's how. That's how he, he he's like, all right, let's just pop this in. Oh, this seems like a good overview of American history. No, I don't want boxes of chocolate. <laughs> um, life is like a box of chocolate, Georgie. I eat them both. They all float. <laughs> in Child's Play, the movies, they they Chucky was apparently like running around mm-hmm. just fine, but like for the first f- four at least. It would be like, and then he'd suddenly be there. Mm-hmm. But the implication is that he ran He ran really well. Mm-hmm. But like, it was still just actually a doll. Spoilers, it was not an actual haunted doll. <laughs> so they had to like, I can, I can imagine like the cinematography meetings where it's like, and then we basically play pretend that the doll is moving. Right. Yeah. And that yeah. was always silly. Child's yeah. Play never scared me because it was silly.
1: You have to be smart to know about... Books that haven't been made into movies. That's
0: right. Reading is smart.
1: Go yeah. Ravenclaw. Go Slytherin. You're like an honorary Ravenclaw.
0: I know. I fit in with everyone. Yeah. Improvise. <laughs> <laughs> did, when we talked about Jennifer Kruse and the and that male author, mm-hmm. did I tell you about that series that I found on Goodreads? Maybe. I think... I think what the concept is and I feel like this is very familiar. So please forgive me listener, I'll be I'll be quick. I think authors wrote stories about each other's characters.
1: Oh, that doesn't sound like or they, something you told me about.
0: It, I don't know, I haven't read it yet. They've it's like a series of 2 and I think the first the second in the series is definitely like a male character and a female character are put together. It's called, like, Battle of the Sexes. Okay. In Like, uh, like you know, Jack Reacher and Stephanie Plum... Sure. ...are working on something together. Oh, God. Um, Jack Reacher's never doing have... a lot of the heavy lifting. I was going to say,
1: never having read a Jack Reacher <laughs> novel, I can already say that I feel bad for him.
0: Because um, <laughs> yeah. I already know he's doing all of the work. It's a good thing he's so very tall. Um... <laughs> oh, um, I like that. I like I, I like the first Jack Reacher movie. Um, I haven't seen the second one. Um, I like Tom Cruise. It's yeah, Tom. Yeah, is, yeah, we've we've established yeah. Tom Cruise has. We got no beef with him here. Yep. Um, I think. But he f- is not a tall man. <laughs> he is not a tall man. Um, that was the second in the series. I think the first in the series was something like a like I have this established character. You write your story with my character. I'll write your story with with. Oh, All right, my story with yours. Okay. Like a swap, like as that. in, like
1: I am Janet Ivanovich, author of the Stephanie Plum series. I am going to write a Jack Reacher novel. Right. While you,
0: John Reacher.
1: John Reacher will write a Stephanie Lee Plum Childs. book. Lee, Lee Childs, yes. yes. I was like, it's not John anybody, and it's not Tom Clancy. Well, you, Lee Childs, will write a Stephanie Plum book. Right. So I, it's like that?
0: I think. I don't know. Was I know it? Battle of the Sexes is, is is a collaborative thing. Okay. I think the other one, I was like, ooh, that's a cool concept, too, because I, I definitely want to read it, them both. But I would love to read some... I, I would love to read what I've described, where it's like, we have this... I have this this guy... You take him. Give me your guy.
1: Is it like I am now writing a Jack Reacher novel, or I am writing a Stephanie Plum novel with Jack Reacher in it?
0: I don't know. They were. Which, it's a which short appeals story. to you more? I, I would. I would like a short story because I don't think that that's right. Sustainable. But
1: okay, so I am writing a Stephanie Plum short story with Jack Reacher as a guest star. No, or I am writing. I, Janet Ivanovich, am writing a Jack Reacher short story. Right. That. Oh, that. Oh, as a writer who does not like exercises in um, emulating other writers' styles, I don't like the... I like like the idea of that as a reader. Right. I hate it as a writer. I know, it would be so challenging. It would be so hard. I think I also have a really... I I have a very set style of my own writing. I don't necessarily... I mean, I'm gonna. I am going to think s- that you would. I'm gonna say distinctive, even though I don't know that anybody else would agree with me. But I feel like well, I one haven't. One commenter
0: said that, right?
1: Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, somebody on the internet told me I have a distinctive yeah, writing style. There
0: you go. Um, I think that it wouldn't be that you would take on the style of them. It would be your style with their character. Oh,
1: that's even worse. I would not want to read that either.
0: Have I ever told you? And this is a real quick aside, and then we can wrap things up. Have I ever told you about the James Bond thing I read?
1: Maybe. So probably <laughs> there was it was in, we've been we've yeah. been having conversations for like thirty years. It was I twenty th- years,
0: yeah, we're not it's, that old, not that old um technically yet, <laughs> I think that it was in a New Yorker uh, I think it was like a New Yorker like really quick article, or it was something I saw on Facebook <laughs> okay, I think it was New Yorker though it was basically a a theory um that. Not a theory, but like a kind of a concept is um, whoever wins Best Director, the Best Director Oscar, their next project is a James Bond movie. Okay. So, and they do it in their own style. Okay. So if it was, for instance, um, oh man, the lady that did The Hurt Locker, um, I can't remember what her name is. I mean, it doesn't exactly matter. I haven't seen The Hurt Locker. Okay, let's say uh, John Hughes. Okay. So that's a that's a really, really funny thing to do. But like, like so John Hughes's would be like super music-based and like kind of, maybe it's like a teenage James Bond. Well, or yeah, whatever. I was going
1: to say, it would have to be yeah. proto-James Bond. He's yeah. a teenager. Not James Bond
0: Jr., I swear to not God. Not James
1: Bond Jr. This is just, this is James Bond, yeah. you know, when he um, was a teenager living in Shermer, Illinois.
0: Yeah, exactly. When, or like- Going to um,
1: school with Ferris Bueller and
0: the um, John Bender. I think David Fincher won one year. Okay. Who did uh, Fight Club and and, oh, sure, sure. and Seven and stuff. So like they were talking about like how that would be like a super dark and super, super violent James Bond. Yeah. But like there I think the director of Mark is just killing himself right yep. now. I think the director of Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon won. Okay. And they would be like, they think of like the combat sequences in that and like how it would be sort of like a a more of a majestic sort of situation than like it would sort of be like James Bond would take on the style of the director of the previous thing. And that that like captured my imagination. Like, maybe not for James Bond because I feel like I don't know enough about James Bond, but like I like the idea of you won this and that means that the next thing that you do is work on this.
1: Oh, man. And see, I'm sitting over here and I'm like, please
0: don't give me the Oscar. Please don't <laughs> give me the Oscar. But if you were nominated, wouldn't you start but, brainstorming? But
1: that's that's the thing, though. If you can do it in your own style, yeah. that's different. But also, like, I wouldn't want to, I don't think I would want to read that. I, like, if I was a fan of Jack Reacher novels, yeah. I would not want to read Janet Ivanovich writes a Jack Reacher
0: novel. Right. I know that in, in the, this
1: in the style of Stephanie Plum.
0: This is ridiculous because as, I, as I a know, Stephanie
1: Plum fan, right. I might find that entertaining.
0: <laughs> Someone doing their job correctly. Hold on, I, this is easy easily solved. I know Battle of the Sexes was the authors of those characters collaborated on a team up between their two characters, okay, man and woman. I know sure. that that for that that's for a fact. Hold on one second. I can do this actually even easier because I will look up Battle of the Sexes. I am so sorry, and we'll finish up. No,
1: you're fine. I'll pause while we do this, just so I don't.
0: Okay. Once again, we're back. Once again, totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the 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 one the second in this series is called Matchup. Uh, the Battle of the Sexes just got thrilling. Okay. Um, and I remember I saw it as a Goodreads ad. And oh, okay. The, and it was like the Battle of the Sexes just got thrilling, and I was like. What is that for? What an awful tagline. Right. I maintain it's an awful tagline. It uh, is. But uh, Jack Reacher, or uh, Lee Child, but also uh, Diana Gabaldon. Oh. And Charlene Harris. Oh. Two of the authors.
1: Okay. Um, so for those who don't know, Diana Gabaldon wrote the Outlander books. Yeah. And Charlene Harris wrote the Suki Stackhouse series upon which the TV show True Blood was based.
0: I'm trying to see who... Uh, who Diana Gabaldon collaborated with. Oh, Steve Barry. Past prologue by Daniel I, G- Gabaldon and Steve Barry. I don't, I don't think know, I know who Steve Barry is. many of the... Uh, Jamie Fraser and Cotton Malone in past prologue.
1: Okay. So, so Jamie Fraser is the romantic hero
0: of the Outlander books. Right. Kathy Reichs. Do we know Kathy Reichs? Yeah,
1: she is She's the lady who writes, I think, the books that uh, the show Bones is based on. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's... Temperance
0: Kathy... Brennan? Yep. And Jack Reacher in Faking a Murderer. Okay. So like... I
1: could see that work.
0: Yeah. Um, so that's the second one. The first one was called Face Off, and it was Heroes and Villains. Oh. Yeah. Cool. So, I mean, it just... That that also captured my imagination yeah. and whatever. And it wasn't in any way the thing I described. And I'm starting to see sort of the problems with the thing I described because you'd be like... like reading someone else writing my character, I'd be like, what the hell? Right. Yeah, just, no. No. I'm not putting my name on this. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I'm not letting you put my character's name on yeah, this. exactly. Should we say right now that he takes the baby 20 years back probably not
0: that's a fun noise um.
1: <laughs> it looks really weird on the waveform
0: him um, great that was concise <laughs> maybe I can make it concise <laughs> hey! And then Aaron cuts, like, Five ten minutes. minutes. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> ten minutes. Wow. We've got five. We, we now have four and a half minutes worth of stuff to make up.
0: I, yeah, I think that's... <laughs> okay. I'm sure we'll manage. Oh, because we're, we're four. That would leave us at negative four? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, okay, perfect. So not ten minutes. That's good.
1: What's up with the... I'm sorry. I don't want to harp on the Nazi thing, but that it, sounds not like a Tennessee accent.
0: Um, I actually, funnily enough... I don't mean to actually you, but... No, I no, wa- no pl- please, mansplain. I watched... Well, <laughs> accents are... No. Um, I watched... Uh, it's funny that you should say that because I watched a video on YouTube that was basically like, how did pe- Here's an accent ex- expert
1: okay. for movies.
0: Sure. How did people do on their accents? Okay. And here's like... It was like, you know, here's 30, 30 clips where the person was doing an accent. How did each of them... How did each actor do? Okay. And one of them was Brad Pitt in Inglourious Basterds. And basically the idea, uh, he did very well.
1: Interesting, because Nazis sounds almost like a combination of like Boston and well, Minnesota.
0: That's interesting. There, there's a guy who's like almost a parody of a Boston accent okay. is another guy. Um, but the, And Nazis is... I'm pronouncing it. I'm probably giving it more of a Boston spin okay. than I'm intending to. Yeah, and when I
1: say Boston and Minnesota, I mean like parodies of Boston right. and Boston and Minnesota,
0: like Bobby's World and yeah, yeah. Um, and it's because of the word of the word Nazis. Okay. Um, it, within the rest of his of his accent, it, it fits more. Okay. Um, there's a part where he has to pretend to be a famous Italian film director. He's okay. like Bonjour, no. It's just really funny because it's <laughs> just bad. It's just like, do you think that you're fooling someone? It's really, really dirty. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's, but it's really funny. So, um, I sent someone an Audible book. Okay. Like I lended it to them.
1: Okay. Lent is I, the word I, that you're
0: looking I, for? I, I gave it to them on Lent. Uh-huh. Um.
1: They could have it for forty days and forty nights, uh-huh. no more, no less. And no more, no
0: less. Right. Uh, weirdly, it was a novelization of the movie Forty Days and Forty Nights.
1: I never did see that movie.
0: Oh, it's 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 good. It like
1: it was right. It was during like, well, of course, it was during the time when I had a thing for Josh Hartnett because that was the only time Josh Hartnett was making movies that anybody like Hartnett, had really heard of.
0: Yeah, it, you should see. It's it's good. Yeah, it's dirty. I mean, like, well, there's I movies. Mean, yeah. Like lots and lots. That's of, fine. I believe a. I believe there is a scene with a sea of boobies. Oh, good. So.
1: I will watch them on a plane. I will watch them on a train. I will watch them in a box. I will watch them with a fox.
0: Like Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Let's see Although, after these days.
1: Um, he was on a show called Penny Dreadful. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Where he was not
0: that attractive. But it was like. 19th century. Yeah, I mean, it was gross. like intentionally not yeah. that
1: attractive. I don't think it's that he hasn't aged well. I think it's that that he wasn't supposed to be Right attractive. The very first time you see him on screen, I watched one episode of it, and I decided it wasn't for me. Right. But the very first time you see him, it's just like his butt. No. Okay. Like you just, well, there you go. He's like doing a girl from behind up against the side of a stagecoach. Uh huh. And like you do. Yep. Pants around his ankles. Just there's his butt.
0: Okay. Yep. So, so Penny Dreadful.
1: Penny Dreadful. <laughs> Is that Jack the Ripper? I don't There's... think so. Okay. I don't know.
0: I get it confused There's... with a couple of other BBC yeah, period thrillers. It's a
1: BBC period thing. I don't. I didn't get far enough into it to really know kind of what the whole thing was. Yeah it was it was one that sounded really compelling and then when I went to watch it I was like, oh no, I don't actually like this is this is not going to be something that compels me yeah. and I can't really say why like yeah. I just wasn't interested like I thought I would be Yeah, now everything can grab you exactly but so after while you were sleeping
0: yes butt okay we got it his butt was in penny Dreadful.
1: Okay. yep butt butts butts
0: butts those butts 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 hey what did you think of those you know, those outtakes
1: what did i think of them
0: uh, like well, me personally well, yes you're the first person that's going to uh have access to them
1: i think that i've already i think finished editing the outtakes portion of this episode a
0: few weeks ago
1: oh right on so i don't remember what i think of those outtakes but i'm sure they were great and that's why we saved them
0: cool all right well so shall we do some social media and get out of here
1: yes we shall
0: we have a Facebook page, Facebook group. We have a Facebook page. Just ignore it, though.
1: Well, we no, fa- go go like it. Okay. Because I think it's it it's nice to see the little notification that unabashedly obsessed has one new like.
0: That's true. That's true. So, so go, go like
1: it, and then go to the Facebook group, which is called "Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed." Yes. Because that is where all the really good stuff happens.
0: I I agree. Um, you should definitely join there. If you're looking for more of a Of an extreme uh, Vibe of joining things Uh, We have a Patreon uh, Which is patreon.com Slash unabashedly obsessed We have some tiers For those on a budget And some tiers for those on a Spending spree Um, (laughs) If you've Recently come into a lot of cash And want to dole it out to us over the course Of uh, many months uh, We have some tiers to give you Some stuff for doing that Um, That was good English, James. Thanks. We uh, we're gonna do. Last year we did this thing where if you signed up for uh, Patreon before the end of and stayed signed up before before the end of November, um, your name would be put into an actual hat um, for a drawing for a big giveaway, and we did that, and I, I had a lot of fun doing that. Same. So we're gonna do it again. Um, only this time the stakes are so much higher because so
1: much higher
0: exactly and and it's and we're gonna have so if you sign up or upgrade your membership um to patreon between now and the end of november you will get that many months that your name that many number of months what, yeah. what am i trying to say like if you sign up in january you get 12 na- your name 12 times in the hat
1: Right. If you sign uh, up in November, you get your name one time and right. then all of the things in between that.
0: If you sign up in January and then you upgrade in July, I might put your name in a, like a time or two more cuz yeah. like that's that's pretty that's pretty uh, you know enthusiastic. We'll see. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah, I think it'll that'll at least get you one extra yeah. Name in the hat. It depends. I guess we'll we'll fig- we'll cross that bridge when we get there.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um this month in January if you sign up, I will also write you a piece of writing, whether it be maybe a short story or like a short scene or like a poem or whatever, um with your input about who you are and what you like and what you might do in such a thing. Um so that's sort of an added thing that I'm throwing into the ring uh to try and drum up some uh, people that are on the fence about joining Patreon. Yes. So, we also have a Twitter account.
1: We do. It is at UFO Podcast. Today, the F stands for, fuck that movie we watched last night. We're it's, doing outtakes.
0: It still stands for that, even though we didn't talk about the movie as much as we did last night.
1: In Yeah.
0: And, because the sentiment is still there, fuck that movie.
1: Fuck that movie. God.
0: Um. a worse movie. We no, are in... It,
1: it wasn't. It wasn't the worst movie. It
0: certainly wasn't the worst movie.
1: But it was pretty bad.
0: It was like that movie that we made senior year that we never actually finished that just involved us stealing our drama teacher's stuffed monkey and taking it to the mall.
1: I think that was better, though, because there was, like,
0: humor. Us in it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, like, occasionally followed through on a joke.
0: Right. Exactly. That's Well, that's true. We did have setups that, that did follow through. Although, Um, if I
1: recall, that movie did have one of our classmates who just was never around when we were filming. So, in order for him to get credit, I believe we drew a stick figure, labeled it with his name.
0: Oh, right. Yes. And just
1: occasionally, like, would film that page. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
0: Ryan was here, too. But we were also seniors in high school and not capital P, capital M professional movie makers like right so we are individually on twitter at unabashed james
1: and at unabashedly aaron
0: um we sort of rebooted our instagram uh recently yeah because
1: apparently instagram's a good way to get engaged with listeners
0: yeah so if you are on instagram
1: question mark that's how instagram works right
0: Uh (laughs) uh-huh as long as you type out question mark that's absolutely how instagram works
1: now, does punctuation... Punctuation doesn't work in hashtags. No. That's a shame.
0: Yeah. They should yeah. fix
1: that. Well... Hashtag broken.
0: Okay. <laughs> We're at Unabashedly Obsessed on Instagram. And if you want to email us, we love getting email. And as new Matt can attest, if you email us, we will start a very James and Aaron conversation with you via email. And that Hashtag can be yes, per- we will. She's... Uh, she's She's broken. Someone, someone broke my co-host. Hashtag reboot. <laughs> okay, uh, we're rebooting. We're rebooting the show, starring me, played by Neil Patrick Harris. Ooh. And Aaron, played by um, Erica Christensen. Oh God.
1: <laughs> that's a joke that's only funny to you and me.
0: <laughs> I had to think of Christian Sensei again. Are you
1: serious? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, anyway, maybe we will, after this episode airs, we will talk about why that joke is a joke yeah. on the Facebook group.
0: Yeah. So join the Facebook group and see if we do. We kind of I, have to now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's going to do it.
1: Yes. Uh, so we have some thank yes. yous. Thank you to all of our lovely listeners. Yes. We love you yes. guys. And also to Jamie Shaheen for our theme song, Did You Guys Know There Was a Ladder Down Here? You can find Jamie and his band, A Silent Few, on the YouTube. Uh,
0: thank you also to Emily Cardamus uh, for doing our logo art. She is on uh, Twitter at corrupted gem. You may have recently seen her in a retweet that Max Fun did of her uh, of her webcomic Firewood, that also got retweeted by Justin McElroy. Yeah. So she uh, had kind of a huge day today, and so you probably already know. Who she is Because you saw You, you definitely follow Justin McElroy On Twitter mm-hmm. I do I mean I do too You should follow Emily on Twitter as well uh, She's at Corrupted Gem So that is going to do it For us this week This has been Maybe the best episode Of Unabashedly Obsessed We've ever done Well Probably the best episode We've ever done It's I'd certainly
1: say. better Than the one we recorded Last night
0: But that is not our fault True the, the important thing is to pass the blame.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: <laughs> so we will see you all uh, next week for a much more time travel episode. episode. Um, you know what? This uh, was a
1: time-travel episode. We traveled back in time to when we said the things you guys listened to a little bit ago.
0: Yeah, there you go. This is an actual yeah.
1: time-travel episode.
0: Absolutely. That would be fun. That would be a funny uh, movie to do, a time-travel movie called Outtakes. Yeah. I mean that'd be that'd be pretty good hey james yeah
1: you want to write a time travel movie called outtakes Uh uh-huh starring erica christensen as a christian sensei yes okay a
0: time traveling christian sensei i mean she could be can colin hanks be the time traveler Mm -hmm. cool all right all right guys so um that's gonna do it for us for this week this has been unabashedly obsessed i'm james
1: i'm aaron smoking kills hashtag and so do pennies
0: i i hate i hate it (laughs) I'm <laughs> sorry.